Welcome to the Thrive and Win Show, the show that inspires you to launch a purposeful life of fulfillment, freedom, and fun. If you're ready to change your destiny and to think bigger to make your dream come true, you've come to the right place. Be the change to thrive and win in life and business. Now, here's your host, the queen of change, Petra Contrada. If your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, you are a leader. Hello, here is your host again, Petra Contrada, the founder of Thrive and Win in Life and Business, spiritual entrepreneur, and also known as the queen of change. Female entrepreneurs, leaders, and business owners hire me to be the change because most overthink, underfeel, and are forever missing key opportunities in life and business. Welcome to episode number six of the Thrive and Win Show, the show where you get inspired to be the change, to thrive and win at all you do. Here is where my guests and I share with you what we are dealing with, working on and striving towards and share with you great insights so you can create a life of fulfillment, freedom and fun. And today I have the pleasure to introduce a one of a kind guest to you. I know her for some time and uh, she at first appears very soft and shy and when you get to know her you find out very quickly that she has a very powerful message. Meet Kathleen Manning, the coach and mentor for clergy, clergy leaders or leaders to be. Hello Kathleen, great to have you here on the show. Well, thank you, Petra. It's a pleasure and an honor to be on your show as you kick it off and get it rolling here. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, we want to do that together. Yes. Wonderful, Kathleen. Are you ready? I am as ready as I'm going to be. Wonderful. So, Kathleen, you are a retired pastor with over 40 years in ministry, and you are also a Fascinate certified advisor. Well, that sounds fascinating. Uh, a bit later in our conversation, you will have to fill us in in that and talk more about what is a Fascinate certified adv advisor. Because who doesn't want to be fascinating? And especially for leaders in this day, it's so important. But first, let's start out with what you do. You mentor and coach clergy to develop the leadership skills they need to transform ministry to address the needs of people in their congregations and the broader community, especially needed in this rapid changing world we have. Yeah. Uh, and that sounds very ambitious. So uh, for me, I believe that not only clergy, but most leaders can and should work on development uh, on developing transformational leadership skills. And therefore, I think what you will have for us today is valid for all leaders on the call. So tell us, why are you working with clergy to develop their leadership skills? Well, Petra, it, it started many years ago. When I started in ministry, I started working with some small congregations and then a, a larger congregation. I thought I was doing really quite good and being a very effective pastor. And then one day I got the opportunity to choose between either being fired or resigning. Oh, 
<laughs> not exactly the choice that most people want. And I didn't want it either. I, I felt like I'd been run over by a Mack truck at 100 miles an hour. It I can hurt. very well imagine. Yeah, it hurt. It was, um, I, I, I felt like a total failure. And I was really on the verge of quitting ministry. And um, I also felt like the church had failed me in one sense. I had learned many, many things in my uh, theological training, and very important things, but I had not really learned how to be a good leader. That wasn't part of the curriculum. There wasn't room in the time frame for that. And nobody really told me that I needed that. So I began to search out mentors, both inside my faith and well beyond my faith. And through their help and helping me understand the God-given strengths and gifts within me, um, I stayed in ministry, went on to actually serve a congregation with my husband for quite a number of years, and then retired when I was ready to do that. And I've also, during that time, mentored four, uh, 14 different seminary students mm -hmm. over those years. And so I've become much more passionate and aware of the importance of clergy learning to be better leaders. Mm -hmm. We can't Let me just ask assume. You, I'd like to ask you a, a quick yeah. question. You know, when you look back and you said you just had the two options, either being fired or resign, what was the problem then? What, what was missing in your leadership skills that, you know, nobody told you about and there was no room for what, but what was, was it what they thought were missing, you thought and felt were missing? Well, uh, that's a really good question. I, it, it had to do with uh, some time management skills. Uh, it had to do also with some things about how to delegate things, how to work with people, how to uh, help people become more effective in what they are doing, not just try to do it all myself. And um, the kind of the implication always was, you know, I'm the pastor, so I'm supposed to just automatically be able to get people to come along and be able to do all of these wonderful things and smooth over every problem. It doesn't work that way. No. <laughs> uh, and it, there's nothing automatic about it. And uh, yes, I had some, some basic uh, training in some counseling, but it was very minimal. And it, it really wasn't about the, the people side of things. And it wasn't about how to listen. It wasn't about how to ask questions that were open-ended and non-judgmental to give people the, the reality that they were empowered to do things. That I all had to learn through these other mentors. And no, there is, I don't see anything different between leadership in clergy or leadership in business. They all have to learn how to empower people. So, um, so how did you come then to the fascinate material? And what happens um, when clergy leaders apply that and how can this material helps facilitate leadership? Well, I first met Sally Hogshead, who is a developer of this material, probably about six years ago, and when this was just getting off the ground. And I realized, number one, yes, I wanted to learn what my gifts of 
fascinating others really is. And because most people don't think they're more fascinating than somebody else. And some of us don't think we're really all that fascinating at all. <laughs> but we all have gifts and they're not all the same. And we can use them differently. And each one is a valid gift. And that was part of the beauty of it, that we don't have to all do it the same way, but we each have strengths or gifts, as yeah. I call them. We are all very unique. So finding your right. individual and authentic strengths and bring it out, yeah. that's a key, right? Yes, it's the key. But one of the differences between her material and other uh, personality assessments is that it's not based on psychology. It's based on anthropology and neuroscience. And it helps us understand how other people see us as fascinating. Can you elaborate than... a little bit on that? Because it sounds like uh, ontology and neuroscience. So what does that mean? Well, what that means is psychology is kind of taking a picture from the inside out you know, how we understand ourselves and how we function in the world. That's very valid. It's very important. And Myers-Briggs, uh, Clifton Strength Finders, DISC, those are all built on psychology. <laughs> I've taken a lot of those. Me too. They help me understand myself. And I'm sure That's a lot right. of listeners here on the call right. have taken uh, diverse of these tests as well. Right. Yes. And, and you know, I'm not putting those down in any way, manner, shape, or form. This one helps us understand its communication. How do people see us as fascinating as we communicate? How do they experience us rather than how we experience ourselves? So I kind of liken it to, you know, am I in the house and looking out, which would be kind of the view from psychology, an mm -hmm. inside out one, or am I asking somebody outside the house to tell me what they're seeing mm -hmm. about my house, about me? That's the fascinate material. And what do they see that's beautiful about me and my house and how I do things and the gifts that I bring that help me in leadership that I can utilize? And where are the ones that you know, yes, I have them. Yes, I can use them. But if I stay in that gift too long, it becomes a drag and very exhausting. So in Sally's material, there are seven fascinate advantages. Mm -hmm. And we each have all seven. And they are innovation, power, passion, prestige, trust, mystique, and alert. One of those is our primary. It's like whether we're right-handed or left-handed. It's the, the one we're most adept at using and we uh, feel the most confident in it and it gives us energy. There's a second one that's pretty close to that. And by pairing those two together, you get a combina 49 possible combinations. Oh my goodness. So that means that there, and then you have the other five as well, which play into this. So we have a huge number of varieties. Mm -hmm. It's not like we're just one of 16, which would be the Myers-Briggs or, you know, something else. There's a wonderful variety that we each bring 
to this, even if we both have the same primary and secondary, there's still how do the other five play into this? So, and how do you distinguish then among those? Because it seems to be a lot of options and gets confusing. How can we, how can we get clarity among that? Well, there's an assessment which is deceptively simple, may I put it that way. Um, it, it's only 27 questions. It's not going to take you an hour and a half like some of the others to fill out. Get an, a report right away. And Sally, uh, the, from her business, brings gives a report. And then with people like myself, help those who take the assessment to really dig deeper in and understand what this means and how to then apply this in that's your the question that that would be the yes. next question what i would ask you and our listeners are probably also very interested how do you apply this once you know mm -hmm. what what type you are or what combination of type you are how can you apply that to become a better leader well let me give you uh, an example i'll take a, a mythical person whose primary advantage would be innovation and secondary may be passion. Mm -hmm. Innovation is the language of creativity. This is somebody who can come up with wonderful different ideas all the time. They, you know, it's very easy. Brainstorming is a gift for this person and love to do that. And so this is a person who as is the most entrepreneurial of these seven advantages. So might be somebody in business, uh, a small business owner. And they can use this as a way of developing new products, as a way of seeing opportunities in the marketplace, of coming up with you know, different tweaks as to how to send out the message. But then passion is the second part. And that is a person who's very concerned about relationships, containing the, continuing the relationships, building strong relationships with the people, being very customer oriented mm -hmm. and how to improve that customer relationship and maintain a good customer relationship and maybe do it in some creative ways that others might not. You know, and so uh, that is just one of many examples. My primary advantage is alert. Mm -hmm. I'm somebody who can zero in on details, but I'm also someone who can help a congregation say, these are possible areas where there could be problems. Let's do what we can to avoid them becoming major problems or work on them before they become a bigger problem. And, you know, somebody in HR, this might be a good trait for them as well. And combine that with my second dairy, which is mystique, I listen. So I'm somebody who will be sitting back in a meeting. Some people may wonder if I'm even paying attention at times. But taking it all in, thinking it through before saying something and people can count them on what I say as being well thought out and to the point. So that, you know, that's another gift somebody can bring. So, I mean, we are all unique. We are, have yeah, all yes. our gifts. So mm -hmm. basically from what I understand from what you are saying that this Fascinate program uh, helps the people who take the assessment uh, to learn more about themselves, number one, Uh, mm -hmm. learn more how the outside sees them and how they then can use their abilities and their strengths to apply that to their leadership. Yep, 
And what makes that unique in your coaching than other coaches that what other coaches don't weigh? Well, number one, this assessment and the language of putting it together. But the, the other side of this is I also help people understand all seven of these advantages, not just their own. And then how the people they meet, they may be somebody on a board of directors that they work with who has a very different advantage, how to include that person how to work with that person uh, who's very different. And sometimes, you know, people who are different kind of rub us the wrong way. Yeah. And so if we see these as, well, yes, the person is doing something different and no, they don't understand the world the way I do, but maybe that's a gift. How can I see that then as a gift? How can I work with somebody who's very different? And to bring in these advantages as a way of helping other people understand that, you know, what I do is great for me, how somebody else sees the world and functions and how I see them functioning. If we pair this together, then we get something even bigger and even better. That sounds so fascinating. Side. Yeah, just, just one of absolutely one perspective. Yes. So, um, do you have uh, examples? How did you apply that uh, in your coaching with with uh, uh, people you work with and the results they got got out of it? Well, I'm, I've been working with uh, one pastor recently, and uh, there was some tension between this pastor and the church board, and helping that pastor understand his advantages, and then see, just based on what he relayed to me about individuals on the board, I could begin to see maybe not their total advantages, but what they might be using at a particular time and help them understand, well, maybe this is a gift. Mm -hmm. And then we also worked together and had each member of the board take the assessment and so that they could understand their own advantages and those of everybody else on the board and the pastor to begin to see, oh, well, when this person or the pastor does something this way, that's because they have this gift. They have this strength. And to be able to see that, oh, how I deal with this may be a little bit different. And one of the issues that sometimes comes up in any organization, business or a congregation, is that you have some people who are very creative and they love change. And then you have other people in an organization who like to keep things just the way they are. And that's um, the, the tension between somebody who is uh, or a part of the organization that's really wanting to change and new ideas and creativity and those who like to keep everything the way that it is. And that tends to be a major tension in any organization, whether it's a business or a congregation or even a family. Um, and uh, how do you deal with that? How do you help people then who like things, the stability of the way things are, begin to change? And there's ways of understanding that within the system. And it's, it's helping people see the continuity between the past and where you're going in the present and into the future. And doing it in smaller incremental steps. So just knowing 
that there's a way to do that and ways to begin to and why people are behaving that way, why they're kind of putting the brakes on things. Uh, it gives a, an easy way of dealing with this, a much easier way than many other. So, so from what I understand, it's uh, uh, taking this test uh, and understanding, first of all, oneself, and also understanding then and seeing what the other person um, offers, because we are all unique. Uh, mm -hmm. helps us to communicate better and to find solutions and uh, move on into a more uh, into a, a way that we all can come together so uh, what I see is what I teach you know with, with change also the appreciation for one another mm -hmm. and appreciate what the other brings to the party because uh, if it if if we are all the same, it it could not work. So the uniqueness and the diversity that's the key, and that is something what I think what I understand from your from this fascinate material that that helps the community and the 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 people who are involved to really see it from a different perspective. Uh, most definitely, and as you're talking about that, I think you know if if you're looking to hire somebody. And, you know, we all know when you're hiring somebody that you've got a job description of the job, the, the tasks you want a person to do. Yes, yes. What about the personality to fit in and how to appreciate that person? Taking this assessment also helps you know what other gifts they bring. Now, if you're creating even a committee uh, to work on something, if it's just brainstorming new ideas, you want a bunch of people on there who have that innovation advantage. But you're also gonna need some people on there who can pay attention to the details. How do we then, okay, it's great to dream and it's important to dream, but how do we then make that dream a reality? Yes. And so to, uh, you know, you said you don't want everybody all the same. If you have a whole committee full of people who are dreamers and high in innovation, that's great. They'll create a lot of ideas, but they won't get much done. Implementing is the problem <laughs> yeah. then, right? right. Action then taking is the problem. Is the problem. Yes. And, or if you have a whole lot of people who are sticklers for the details, they're not going to dream big enough. You don't so, get things done either. You don't you get always things done small. either, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. So it's it's bringing and appreciating all of these wonderful, unique gifts and strengths that each person has, and how you can use it in so many different ways. It can be used in a family, understanding a marital relationship, understanding your teenage children and oh. the gifts that they bring in school. Everywhere you can use this where yeah. people uh, come together, right? college-age students who are thinking, what do I want to be? What do I want to do? What are the natural ways that we work and uh, do things? Uh, the personality that we have uh, that works better with some professions and not with others. Yeah. So it can be used in many different ways. That sounds, your fascinate material sounds really fascinating. Thank you so much for, for sharing this information. And I'm sure a lot of listeners have here on the call have not heard about the material. Uh, would love to know, maybe you can share with us where they can find out more about this. Uh, my website is Aflame, 
it's all one word like on fire a flame ministry consulting.com and um there's also i gave you a link for a free yeah. gift which i have for people uh it's a little ebook about um I call them alligators, the difficult people that we sometimes yeah. encounter and how this fascinating material can help us understand them. Okay. Yes, we will all have all the information later in the show notes mm -hmm. uh, when people, you know, can, can take a look at that. So before we come to the end of the call, I'd like to ask you, I'd like to ask my guests some personal question. Is that okay with you? Mm-hmm. Sure. So tell us, what was your biggest challenge you encountered in your life and what did you do to, management, to manage it and keep moving forward? Oh my goodness, the biggest challenge in my life. Um, it was probably when I got that a choice of either resigning or being fired. That's certainly one of the biggest ones. And taking a step back first and taking a time to kind of grieve the situation, but then reaching out to, uh, to other people who were good mentors and people to help me so that I didn't face everything all on my own. Okay, thanks for sharing that. Mm -hmm. Another question is, what is your deepest heart desire? Meaning, what is it what makes you jump out of bed in the morning and you can't wait doing it? Uh, what matters most to you in your life and how do you live it? Oh, my goodness. Um, there's a couple of different levels on which I could answer that. Um, I love walks in nature. I love God's creation. But I also love being able to share the message of God's love with other people and to find new ways to communicate that and to let people know that we are each good enough and God declares us that and that God loves every person no matter what and desires to be in a relationship together. And how to communicate that is something that continually drives me. Oh, that sounds wonderful. So what is the one thing that you recommend to our listeners and leaders to apply so we and they can get better every day? Uh, one thing. Hmm. One thing. I, well, obviously, I believe in the power of coaching and, oh, yes. uh, and mentors um, and to, to work together in community. Um, whether it be with a coach, whether it be uh, in some other group where we know that we're not facing all of this alone and that we can learn from each other, support each other, be supported as well to give and receive in that and uh, to, to beat part of this is uh, a community. It's, uh, we like to be individuals, yes, and that's good, that's wonderful, but, uh, you know, as the old saying is, no person is an island, and so to work together. So we are all in this together. We are all yeah. connected. Yes. Uh, nobody can say, you know, I want to be a lone wolf because that's not possible anymore. No. Kathleen, thank you so much for being here today and sharing your insights to our audience. And uh, you out there on the podcast today, thank you for being here and listening. So the details on today's episode and Kathleen's gift for you, you will find in the show notes. 
are you ready to feeling the bite? You won't want to miss the short ebook she is having she has for you with tips to tame those snapping jaws. That little ebook called Seven Alligators That Can Ruin Your Day. So make sure you downloaded it at her website, Earthflame uh, Ministry Consulting. You will find that it's a it's a long link, but you will find that link in the show notes. There you find also the link to my website, petracontrada.com or the website for this show, The Thrive and Win Show, where you find my special surprise gift for you as well. By the way, uh, we change this gift every month, so you can take advantage of new tools to get ahead and thrive and win in life and business. This is your host, Petra Contrada. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. And I'm so delighted to share with you deep insights and inspire you to make your next chapter your best. See you again on the next show. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Thrive and Win Show with your host, Petra Contrada. Tune in every week for your dose of inspiration and transformation. Conversations with great people from around the globe and experts who really know what they're doing. If you've enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe. And while you're at it, rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and tell all your friends. For more information about guests and to download your free surprise gift from us, go to thriveandwinshow.com. Thanks for listening and thrive and win until next time here on the show. Thank you.